What's up, boys, and welcome to the Debrief Podcast. It's your co-host, Anna Van Blair. I'm here with my best friend and co-host, Grace Mullins. We hope this podcast leaves you encouraged. Now let's jump in and have some fun. What's up, boys? And welcome back to, you know what it is, the Debrief Podcast. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the Debrief, boys. Happy New Year. How y'all doing? 2024. Let's get it. You know it's better than 24? 25. <laughs> it's a knee slapper, you guys. If you know what that is, then you're a true you're a true friend. We would be friends IRL. You're an OG. You're an OG. You know what IRL stands for? In real life. Good. What's the, that you didn't know what it stands for that one time? I think I sent you like NBD. I was like, oh, it's NBD. I don't, no big deal. I knew yeah. it after, but it took me a second. So good. so good. Okay, guys. Hi. Happy New Year. How was your New Year? Guys, this New Year, this year, everything in the last week has been insane. Insane. Insane in the membrane. Okay. Insane. We've had a really busy past couple of days because if you, if you could tell by the title of this episode, we have a major, major. life update. Major. Like major pain, major life update, guys. And if you've been tracking on the Instagram at all, you know. You know what's up. You know what it is. Well, you probably know if you took some guesses. You wait, know. wait, wait, wait. Let's pause. For the people that are just now joining the debrief, um, I live in Florida. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Grace lives in Nashville, right? Nashville, Tennessee, boys. But I just moved to Nashville <laughs> a few days ago. <laughs> Yes, guys, we are so excited. I just moved to Nashville a few days ago, and, you know, I'm getting settled in. I'm a resident here. <laughs> I cannot believe that. My, like, literally, my smile has never been wider. Like, when you say that, we have known that she's going to move to Nashville since, what, like, the end, of, like, right before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So much to be thankful for, y'all. This Thanksgiving was the best one ever. <laughs> and uh, every time we say it out loud, even though we're literally, we're in her apartment right now, it's actually so amazing, it still doesn't feel real. It doesn't. It's insane, actually, but... Um, we're going to talk more about how that came to be in this podcast, but Heck yeah, we had to let y'all know first things first. We're like, okay, when do we tell them? I'm like, well, we're not going to be able to not tell them at the very yeah. beginning. So we might as well just go ahead. <laughs> we're like little kids in a candy shop with this news. We're like, we got to tell them right now. <laughs> so there you go. But yeah, guys. So anyway, we're going to go ahead and go into my favorite time of the podcast. <laughs> you guys know what it is? <laughs> it is Outlines with Anna. <laughs> Amazing. For all you structured, organized pe- brains out there. <laughs> So for this podcast, guys, we are going to be talking about our New Year's Eve, what we did with our friends, and then we're going to go into a mini game. And I know that we're probably late on this trend, but we're going to be singing a little song for you, you know, when, when you, you know the words to that song, and y'all will get the rest when we you go. Know, you know, you know. Yes, and then I'm going to talk about um, how moving to Nashville came to be and kind of tell my story there, give you the life updates, and then we're going to debrief God's timing because, Amen. you know, it's always perfect. It's always perfect. Amen. So yeah, we got four little things we're going to do today, and if you are... You know, boring, and you just want to skip to the meat of it. You know, oh, whatever. probably should go to like minute eighteen to twenty, somewhere around just there. Roughly around. But there. I think you should stick around because this game is going to be hilarious, and our New Year's stories are even funnier than that. So, <laughs> so yeah, this game is going to be fun. Yes, so, guys, I'm so excited for y'all to hear like this God's perfect timing, the way He orchestrated all this in His life. Oh my goodness, it is insane. I hope it's encouraging to everyone in the season of life where you can move. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> but anyways, guys, we just celebrated um, the New Year holiday and. Grace loves New Year's Eve. I love New Year's Eve. Okay. I think, I told Anna this, I think New Year's Eve is my favorite holiday. Yeah. It's so good. It's just so fun. I think it's because, like, Christmas is, is my favorite holiday, I think. But then I always forget how fun New Year's Eve is. And so every time it comes, I'm like, oh, my gosh. See, that's like me with Fourth of July. Like, Fourth of July is my favorite holiday. And everybody kind of just, like, pushes it to the side because it's not around, like, the holiday season. Right. Like, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. No. Fourth of July is legendary. Like, 
You're out on the water, the sun's shining. Most of the time you're like tubing or you're jumping in a lake and like the hot dogs are on the grill, the hamburgers are on the grill. Hot dogs are doing the thing, the burgers are doing the thing, chickens are clucking. The The sun is rising. But anyway, guys, yeah, so that's how I feel about Fourth of July. But yes, Amen. New Year's Eve. Sorry, New Year's Eve, we went with our... Does that make sense about our personalities? Does it make sense? Like, my favorite holiday is New Year's Eve and yours is Fourth of July. I feel like that's very fitting. It is. What do y'all think? Where's the crickets? (laughs) (laughs) Wait a freaking minute. Where's the crickets? Oh. (laughs) I tried to do the soundboard, y'all. I'm trying to get... Yeah, Grace is still working on how to use our soundboard, Roxy. Is that her name? Mm Mm-hmm. Aw, it's a girl. <laughs> Roxy girl. Roxy's the name of our soundboard. You heard it here first. <laughs> but anyways, guys, um, so New Year's Eve, we had some friends in town, and we decided we were going to go to Nashville's Big Bash big at Bicentennial bash. Park, and it was a big bash. Didn't she sound like a Nashville resident already? We went to Bicentennial <laughs> Park. Like, she just knows. She knows everywhere. Yeah. No, it was so fun. So they have, like, a like half of, like, all the country music artists were performing on Broadway, and that was, like, Morgan Wallen, Carly Pierce, uh, Megan Maroney, <laughs> which... And Megan Baloney. <laughs> hey. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry, Megan. She listens. Oh, sorry. I'm just kidding. She doesn't listen. No, and I had to call her Megan Mahomey, but like being so serious. She's like, what's her name? Megan Mahomey. So she is not your homie. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, and then we went, so we went to the other side, like the Nash Big Bash, and it had Thomas Rhett. Shout out, Thomas. Love you. We love you. You're wearing my t-shirt. Right, right there. there. Your, your hair. Mr. Bucket Cake. And then we, was it Lainey Wilson? Lainey Wilson was next, y'all. We were like in this tent kind of taking a break, you know, because we had been there since like, 6.30, standing in a big group of people, right? Really? No, 4.30. I know, but, like, the concert started where we oh, were, like, right. in that group and we couldn't move. Like, it was insane. The people around us were dying laughing at us because everything was just unhinged. Half of them were dying laughing at us. Half of them were annoyed as ever. I feel like the people closest to us were, like, that could actually hear us. Yeah. They were. They thought it was There funny. were nine girls. Like, we were all, like, nine girls. And not only girls, but, like, nine girls that all met at a summer camp. Yes. So our energy is actually insane. And the people around us, we had a little show. Because there was no, there was DJs for, like, two hours before anyone even came out. So we just had to provide a little entertainment. Y'all, literally the mayor of Nashville was DJing. And it was so bad. Okay, like, is that true? Yes. I thought you were joking. No, that's what they kept saying. I mean, I could probably look it up and fact check it. But, like, they kept saying that that was the mayor of Nashville. They're like, what other city whatever, would you have the mayor of Nashville as a DJ or whatever. And it's like, this is my place. Yeah. I just moved here. It was funny. And he was like, not that great. Like, I think he oh, was using no. like legit like turntables and stuff. So it was like super slow, like his transitions and everything. And I was like, okay. And no offense to you, Mary, but it wasn't that great. How grateful that you did that because we can just say that our Mary DJ, the NYE, what I call it, NYE, the New Year's Eve. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm just but, so glad, like to abbreviate, whatever. Yeah. So we were like standing in the little area for like, an hour while Thomas was playing and he did so good and then we were like okay we're gonna go to the back where we can like actually vibe without annoying people so we like moved to the back and we're like vibing back there dancing whatever and then we're like gritty you know yeah we're like all right now we're gonna go over the food trucks into the tent we're gonna like hang out to Lainey Wilson place um and so we did that and then we were like outside for some reason and then I heard like Lainey coming on the stage and I was like oh my gosh we gotta go guys so we all like went and ran into we love Lainey there's one thing about me and Anna is that we love us some girl country Mm. okay oh we have to share that, that playlist with them Word. Word. I love that playlist. We have y'all. a girl country playlist, and it's actually brought me and Anna. I mean, I didn't think we could get much closer as best friends, but this playlist has been a key. It has. It's actually awesome. But no, I had this girl country playlist for a really long time, and then I don't remember how you even. I like oh, I life. shared a different playlist with Grace, and then she could see that like live on my like my Spotify app. I could see it live. But like, because not all my play. I mean, like it was public. Like not all my playlists are public, but that one is, I guess. And you saw it, and then you were like listening to it. 
And then yeah. we started talking about it, oh and I was gosh, like, "You want me to add you as a collaborator?" And then yes. we like added a bunch of songs, and oh my goodness, it's amazing. definitely top artist in there, Kelsey Ballerini though. Kelsey Bellarini, shout out Kelsey. <laughs> Please come on our podcast. I would cry. Actually, no, I don't think I could. I'm not in a state where I could have Kelsey Bellarini on the podcast yet. Sorry, Kelsey. Grace would probably just sit there with her mouth wide open. Oh, like, just cry. Like, yeah. Go, 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 that would be go, funny. Go, but no, yeah, New Year's Eve was so much fun. Wait, okay, this is new SpongeBob. You just see this on the episode. We watched SpongeBob yesterday. You get, when he goes, what? If you know, just whatever. Don't ignore Anna. That's awkward because <laughs> I did not even know what you were talking about. Okay, I, I got to tell you a story. Were. So since I was just exposed, I got to expose Anna now, okay? We are in Florida. You know, I'm such a good best friend. I flew down to Florida on Wednesday morning. It was two days after Christmas. Yeah, I love you, girl. I love you, girl. Kind of. After this, I'm not so sure. I'm not going to hit the crickets again, but I really want to. Okay. Okay. I'm looking at the cricket button, but I'm not going to hit it. Okay. So I flew down that morning to help Anna, like, just move out all the last minute things, and then we road tripped from Florida to Tennessee the next day. We are driving to the U-Haul, you guys. And I'm like, oh, Annie, you want some gum? Like, I got some gum at the airport that morning. And so it was Trident, which is not my typical, I know. You know, if you like Trident gum, that's fine. But typically we're at, what are we, like an orbit? We say, no, an extra. Extra. We're extra people. Anyways, so I'm like, oh, I have Trident gum. And she's like, what in the world? I'm like, yeah, I know, it's kind of not great, but here you go. So she takes a piece of gum. First of all, takes a piece of gum. And then she's like, yeah, this gum kind of sucks. I'm like, yeah, it does. And she's like, yeah, whatever. Rolls down her window, proceeds to throw my gum out the window. <laughs> The, the whole way. packet, the whole, the whole, yes, the whole packet <laughs> of Trident is gone out the window. And I, you know, Anna's a spaz, and so she does these kind of things, but normally it's not real. I'm like, okay, Anna, like, give me the gum. Like, I just, I just figured she just She's, like, checking all around, like, my seat and yeah, stuff. Yeah, because she was driving, so I was like, she just must just, like, put it in her pocket or something. I'm like, Anna, give me the gum. She's Grace, I'm not kidding. I just, <laughs> it's gone. Like, it's, <laughs> I don't know, she's like, I don't know how you tell you this, but I just threw it out the window. Like, she was, Anna. like, appalled. Like, she genuinely had no, like. Speechless. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Speechless. It was funny. She's like, well, the, ga- she's like, the gum wasn't even good. I'm like, yeah, but. What do you mean? What do you mean you threw it out the window? It was funny, y'all. Anyway, so that was great. <laughs> okay, wait. Back to New Year's Eve really quick. Oh, um, yes. Oh, back to New Year's Eve. And then we're going to move into our mini game. But so Grace and I, New Year's Eve, we're like, okay, when the ball drops, we're going to spit shake. <laughs> Just to start the year off, you know. Honestly, 2024, bring back, bring back spit shakes. Okay, okay, this is funny that you're saying that because the okay. first time that I ever asked you if you wanted to spit shake on something... You literally, I thought you were going to throw up in my face. So now that we're to this point, I mean, this is good. I know, I've come a long way, really. You've really like, converted me a lot. It's kind of like I've converted you to more of like a Taylor Swift fan, and you've converted me to be a spit shaker. Yes. So anyway, we're like when the ball drops or the music note, because we're in Nashville, you know. Um, <laughs> okay, We're going to spit resident. shake, okay? So guys, I take this video. It's like mm-hmm. 10, 9, you know, we're counting down. 3, 2, 1, and everybody's screaming. Like, we're all in the video. It's like, happy And it's New so cute. Year. All of our friends were all like, everyone's screaming and smiling, and it's happy New Year. Okay. Again... Grace was not screaming and smiling. She took her hand and she just spit in it in the video. It's was like, Happy New Year. I did not say a word. I just go in my hand. (laughs) And you can see it. It looks like a tooth falling out. It looks like a tooth. No, that was a solid spit. It's kind of gross. My mama would be proud. She used to tell me that I didn't know how to spit. Mama, I learned. (laughs) I learned how to spit, mama. Look at at Anna's New Year's Eve video. So anyway, guys, she spit in her hand. And then as soon as I got done yelling, Happy New Year, like a normal person, I spit shook with Grace. And it was funny. Heck yeah, but, no, it's actually kind of, it's funny because everyone's reactions is just so like, it's like how my reaction was when you first mentioned the idea of a spit shaking. Yeah. But now that I realize how funny it is, but no one else has really caught up to us yet, so they're just like, what are you doing? It's funny. It's, it's funny. good stuff. 
But anyway, so yeah, guys, New Year's Eve was so much fun. Um, these past few days have been a blast. We're getting used to, you know, being neighbors. Being, no. and oh, yeah, we didn't even say that part. We're going to talk about that more soon. Oh, okay. But right now, we're going to go into our mini game, and this is going to be so much no, fun. No, we got to update them. On what? First and foremost, what do y'all think about the cover art? Yes. Okay, shout out. To, thank you to our designer. You, they did an incredible job with the font. It was just the idea behind it. The concept was so creative, genius. Yes, our Grace designer Mullins. for this was Grace Mullins. <laughs> thank you, everyone. Yes. Woo. Oh. But yes, oh, guys. Stop so soon. It's crazy how these applause, like the audience always stops at the exact same time. I know. It's, it's crazy. So good. But yeah, the cover art, what do I think about the new intro? We didn't even acknowledge the introduction. I know. You know, we're moving up in the podcasting world, guys. Yeah. And thank you guys for all your support, for real. For real. It's been Big awesome. things, guys. Hey, 2024, not to like be annoying, but because sometimes when people say this, it's kind of annoying, but big things coming. Big things coming. And we can say that because that's the truth. Big things coming. Yay. Bro show. Live, love, laugh. All right, guys. We're moving into our mini game time. <laughs> Woo. All right. I want to go first. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know y'all probably heard this trend, but anyway, when you know the words to the song, hey, yo. sing along, okay. sing along. I'm listening. There's, there's, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a new, okay, go. There's a hole in the bottom of the sea. <laughs> there's a. Hole in the bottle. I'm sorry. Yes, Making that's that's right. My tone was a little off. Yeah, there's a hole in the bottle. Let's see. Okay. That's Kelsey Ballerini. You said, a hole in the bottle. You said, there's a new name written down in glory. That's the first one you did. Oh, that. Wait, do I even know that song? I don't think you do, but that's what you did. But yes, Amen. there's a hole in, in the bottle. bottle. Yes, Kelsey. Shout yeah, out to you, girl. They, might not, they may not know that one, but yeah, that's Kelsey Ballerini. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Okay, can I go now? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay. And. <laughs> oh, sorry. She did not sing the jingle, guys. What the heck? Ooh. Where's the, where's the, where's the, I want to do the, that one. <laughs> I was trying to sing it. Okay. When you know the words to that song, sing along. And, wait. Sing along. And. And. And we. And we can't stop. Yo. And we won't stop. Shout out to you, Riley. <laughs> I just hit this. Grace just about knocked my light fixture down. <laughs> I was getting too into Miley Cyrus, y'all. Okay. Yes. Okay, I love her. Miley Cyrus' voice is incredible. Miley, um, we'll probably have her on about March. Yeah, probably. Probably. So. <laughs> no, I literally hit the. I get so I get so into like me and Anna one day want to like have like our podcast recorded so that y'all can see. You know, you can have like an option to listen to it on like podcast or you can like watch the video. However. The way I use my hands, it's so embarrassing. Like, I can't. <laughs> I talk with my hands, but especially on the podcast. I feel like because I'm really trying to get my thought across. So, like, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> she is. Yeah, it's funny. But, guys, that song that I just got, because I'm awesome, you know, that we can't stop. Um, that's my ringtone for Grace. For, like, no. Whenever yeah. I call Grace, that's my. Yeah, like, I said that as Anna's ringtone on my phone. So, so anytime she, every time I pick up, it's the, first of all, it says Dr. Coach Anna. Yes. You know what I'm saying? With, like, eight emojis, because we're, like, in middle school or something. Mm-hmm. And so Dr. Coach Anna calls me, and I pick up, and I just keep singing. I say, we won't stop. We're on fences. Don't run. We and then the other day, I pick it up, and it's Max doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and was he was getting it. I was, I was laughing. And yeah, Max loves it. He's like, Anna's, Anna's calling you. But honestly, <laughs> I, I had Mr. Call once because I was singing to Miley. That's funny. You told me, I think, after I chose Miley over you, girl. All right, ready? When you know the, the words to that, that song, song, sing along, sing, sing along. along. I didn't say it. The... 
Okay. <laughs> what? The, the 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 next move. I'm gonna the okay. I can do this. I think you had to say. I need a little more. I know. The it's one of my <laughs> really. Mm-hmm. Okay, I need a little more. Just a little though. I can't give you the next word though. What the <laughs> the the moon. The moon is high like a friend for the night that we first met. Went home and tried sucking on the internet. Yes, good job. You guys, we made her a Swifty. I did it right that time. Good job. Y'all are getting a vulnerable journey of me trying to figure out Roxy. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. When you know, boys, the song, sing along. Sing along. Sorry, we're trying to get through this mini game because y'all heard that part, right? Okay. Okay, you ready to sing along? And, uh... And I dream each night of some version of you. Yeah. Oh, I'm good. (laughs) She said, you get a 0.2 second of an applause. You get a little baby applause. Okay. You said, and I, (laughs) I had that one. I love Noah, y'all. You had that one? You were going to do that? No. I got that one. Like, I got that one down packed. Down packed, Jack. Ready? I'm ready. (laughs) Every time. When you... Oh, sorry, sorry. You when just smoke you it, know. first of all. First of all, back to the freak up. Sing along. Sing. Okay, I'm ready. Bring it again. The. Uh, the again. The moon is high like a friend. No. The. Is that how it sounds? The. Wait. The. He's wait, so wait. shy, you guys. Okay, so. So this is love. No. Do, 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 do. That's a good one, Anna. So. So pack up your car, put it in your heart, say whatever, whatever you feel, feel, be wherever you are. We both had Noah Khan songs. Let's go. Chris, Chris Pipe. Five. We need to make that a sound on. Yeah, we do. Okay, bet. Okay, last That's but not least. That's your to go far, guys. That's my theme song right now. Oh my gosh, yes. <gasps> okay, we should talk. Yeah, whenever she gets into like this whole story of like moving here and it's how God's work in her life, listen to You're Gonna Go Far by Noah Khan. Clean version. I was about to say, yes. Yeah. Amen. It has one bad word. When in you it. know, you know the, the words to that song. <laughs> sing along. Sing it, Grace. Sing along. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Singers or podcasters. Let. Are you saying let? Let. Yep. Let. Yep. Let me tell you. <laughs> what about my best friend? No, it's not it. It's not it. No. no let. Let. I need a little more. Let it. No. Let it. <laughs> Let it go. Close. It rhymes. Let it snow. No. <laughs> it also <laughs> Let it. Not go, but. Let it. Take it away. <laughs> Let it tow. I don't know. Close. Keep going. Tow. No. Bow. G. It starts with a G. Let it. G- Let it go. I need a little bit. Let it grow. Let it grow. Let it grow. That was funny. Like it did so long ago. But I seen it inside the If y'all could see how into that Grace got, I'm sure you could hear it. But y'all, wow. I love the Lorax. Oh my goodness. Me and Dr. Seuss go way back. Let it grow. Let it grow. No, I've been a Dr. Seuss fan since I was two. You greedy dirtbag. Let it grow. That's okay. like an amazing movie. Wait. Expose Anna right here. Anna has never seen the Lorax. 
And there's a boo button. Boo. Stop. <laughs> okay, yes. I haven't, but I will watch it eventually as sure. soon as Grace buys it on some streaming platform. Amen. You know I will. Yeah. But anyway, guys, I hope y'all had fun and laughed at that. Play with your friends. You know, as we always say on the Debrief yes. Podcast, all of these games are... Challenges. Best Wait. friend approved. You failed. You failed oh. miserably, Grace. <laughs> Wait, try again. Okay. Wait, is there, where's the... It, it's okay. No, I went to scratch. <laughs> okay. As we always say on the Debrief Podcast... Every single game is... Best friend approved. Yes, good job, Grace. (laughs) I want to go ahead and apologize. I think I'm going to have to make a disclaimer at the beginning of this podcast. Grace is trying to figure out Roxy, and she's just hitting random buttons. (laughs) She's like, oh, this color looks pretty. (laughs) I tried to do the the, the, the chimes. Okay, it didn't work. And also, I thought that if I hit it, it would stop it, but it kept doing the same sound. Okay. Sheesh, okay. It's time for the meat of the podcast. (laughs) And Anna, on our outline, like, notes, whatever, she put... Arby's, we have the meat <laughs> for I this. Was, I was outlining and I was like, okay, now like this is the meat of the podcast. What should I like name? And then I was like, Arby's, we have the meat. If y'all could just see like our outlines, it's hilarious. No. On the, I never said this, but on our spiritual gifts one, <laughs> so it was titled with spiritual gifts, like for obvious reasons. And then in print states in all caps, wait, the root of all sin is unbelief. That's what, <laughs> Shout out to Jackie Hill. Spiritual Hilary. gifts, the root of all sin is unbelief. And she was like, she was like Grace, go look at our, go look at our like. Our outline for this next podcast. Okay. Guys, it had nothing to do with anything. No. Like, it was just, like, the root of all sin is unbelief at the top of it. <laughs> and and just bold. spiritual gifts. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Okay, but so anyway. now for the meat of the podcast. I'm so excited. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, um, as we talked about before, I just moved to Nashville, and all of this is probably, you're probably like, holy cow, you moved to Nashville because your best friend lives there? But no. Um, that Wrong. is part of it. That is part of it, because I do love my best friend. But Love you, girl. The reason I moved to Nashville is because the Lord has been opening so many doors for me, and he has been so faithful. Um, and so I'm going to share a little bit about that. Um, I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. Yes, so we can set this up as a little, like, set this up as a little interview moment, okay? So, uh, hi, Anna. Thanks for coming in today. I've heard there's been some amazing changes in your life recently. Is that true? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's so good to hear. Okay, so... I just kind of want to ask you, when did this all start? Like, so now you're in Nashville, from Florida to Nashville, but let's just kind of back up way before. Mm-hmm. Tell me, when did you first, um, like, when did this all begin for you? When did this story all start to play out? Yeah, we're, so um, when I was younger, I actually had a desire to be in ministry, and I didn't really know what that looked like, that looked like but I feel like when I was younger, it was like, oh, I want to be a missionary. Like, I want to serve. Mm-hmm. I want to be in missions and do those things. And then over the years, I've kind of seen that change into, like, I just want to be involved in ministry wherever the Lord wants to use me. And I don't yeah. really know exactly, like, still to this day where that is or what, like, field of ministry that's going to be in, whether it's, like, church ministry, camp ministry, or in missions yeah. and all the different things. But, yeah, so I've had a desire to be in ministry from a really young age and have kind of seen that grow. And then now seeing the Lord work um, and continue that desire in my heart has been really, really cool. I'm so glad to hear that. Okay, so is there, like, a certain <laughs> me like, acting like I didn't know that? I'm like, yeah. wow, no. Is there a certain, like moment that you felt called to ministry or just kind of always been like a feeling that you're saying like when you were in church you're like one day I want to be one of the people that are leading these things out was there a yeah. moment that you felt that or just kind of you've always known that I mean you have the spiritual gift of administration and you've always just kind of felt that naturally you're like a natural born leader and if you love the Lord like, okay well why would I not want to use my gifts of leading in the church or like, yeah I think a little bit of both I think yeah. I've definitely had moments but I can't like pinpoint one where it was like oh that's cool yeah that's cool that's cool, that's cool. okay and so so you had this desire. When did you first feel like you were able to actually put these put this desire to use? Um, let's see. Okay. After high school, I moved back to Hey yo. Oh, not the nail falling out. What's that from? 
<laughs> Y'all, a screw just fell out of the seat that I'm Body's sitting on. so big. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Okay, guys, sorry, sorry, sorry. Back to the thing. That was funny. Okay. Are you, are you okay? Whoa. So, guys, yeah, I moved back to um, Florida after high school, and... Um, I got involved in, like, coaching. I got involved in working at the school. Um, I was working full-time, going to school full-time to be a teacher um, and all the things. And I got plugged into a local church, the Wilson Church of God. Um, and I went there because I had a bunch of family friends that lived there and just people that were, like, really important in my life. And I started going there and then got super involved in the youth group. And um, and I was like, man. And the Lord really was, like, working in my life. And he put this, like, big old... Big old job in front of me, for real. <laughs> Big old job. So you'll miss that. You moved back to Florida, and like within months, you were working full-time in school, mm-hmm. coaching full-time, and basically working also full-time in the church. Yes, I was. So then, there was there was just a lot going on in that time, and um, so I was like, okay, so this like big project of like revamping this youth group and the Lord was like working through me. Like I was, I felt like I was so close to the Lord in that time and all the different things. And, um, so I got to work with the people in the youth group and like bring a team together and revamp it and like make an Instagram for it and like make a branding for it and get the kids involved and like connect the youth group to the church and all the different things. And the Lord was just like leading me in every single step, um, in that process. And so it was really, really cool to see how like all of that played together. Um, and so then in the last, like eight months or so since this last semester started and like I left for camp and all the things I like did all those things that the Lord like asked me to do and then I was like okay now I have to go to camp and I have to leave everything that I've been doing and then I have to go to school the next semester and I wouldn't be able to be involved and so I have to yeah and if I say this like too like with the youth group like before Anna's like started to not to like you know hype you up or whatever but like before you started like being involved with the youth group it was kind of like a dwindling program right like it was like in, yeah. a, in a way, in certain ways. In yeah, this, I just think that it, there was just, like, things there that... There shifts that needed to be made, and so then people came behind you and, like, seeing that you were, like, kind of younger coming into the scene, and so they were really excited for what you had to bring. And so yeah. I feel like the change in the youth group was pretty obvious as to where, like, wow, like, this yeah. girl has, got, has a gift, like, God's really using her, because we've there was, like, so many physical changes of who was coming and, like, the life change that was happening there. For sure, yeah. yeah. I'm super thankful for the people that were running the youth group prior to. They were, like... Yeah. There was just different things that maybe they didn't even know about this, like, right. generation and how to really reach them. And yeah. so them allowing me to step in and, like, do that. And, like, yeah. that probably was hard for some of them. And so it, it was cool to see how the Lord changed their hearts in order to accept me in becoming a leader. Because it's hard to be led by somebody that's younger than you. Right. And it's hard to sometimes be like, okay, well, this isn't working right now. Let's do this. And then yeah, the Lord was... to admit when things aren't working, but then, like, to humbly, <laughs> for them to, like to bring you in and to be excited for your ideas and to accept that in and for you to go in with like, it's hard to be a leader and also stay humble and be like, okay, I am young, but I'm also confident in my ideas. And I think this could work. And you're also new to even like being involved in this kind of thing. But the Lord really just blessed that and like allowed a good, you know, a good environment for you to work with those people. So that's really cool. Yeah. And then you went to camp. And also, so while you're working full-time, coaching full-time and being in the church, um, you were doing school online. So it all, it all worked out for the past two years because you had had that all online. Yeah. But then moving into your bachelor's, that was shifting. Tell us about that shift. <laughs> yeah, so moving into my bachelor's program, um, I was going to have to go to campus twice a week, and it was an hour commute, and it was Wednesdays and Thursdays. So right there, I was like, man, my classes are on Wednesdays, but this is the cheapest program for me, the most like realistic program for me but I wouldn't be able to be involved in youth group like I had been in the past. So I was, like, taking a big step back from, like, leading it out, like, running games, um, having slides set up for it, like, giving um, content to the people and, like, being super involved, not only in just, like, 
um, making like Wednesday nights happen, but like being involved in the youth's life, like the kids, the personal kids that were in that youth group, like being involved, I had to take a big step back. And, um, for a long time and like Grace can attest to this, it made no sense. I was like, why did I just like, there was a lot of hard things going through that like transition. Why did I just do all of that? And then now I've got it all taken away. Like you had yeah. experienced so much life and so much growth and not only in your life, but you were literally seeing life change happen in people because you were a, like a really viable mentor for them and encourager for them. And now that God has literally blessed you with all these things, now he was suddenly saying a huge stop to all that because he was calling you to have to be fully in somewhere else. And so mm-hmm. like, well, God, was that, why? This is, this is going so good. So why are you calling me somewhere else? Yeah. So that like time definitely brought a lot of like isolation and it made like no sense to me. I was like, literally what in the world yeah, is happening? Yeah, that time is in like this August, like started. Yeah. So yeah. August, um, I was going to school. I couldn't work full time because of my classes because I had like internships and then class for like eight hours a day, two days a week. And so I was like super isolated. And then, um, the Lord just like took that time to teach me so much. And, um, yeah. Grace and I would talk for hours and hours about how none of this made sense and how, like, it was a tough season whenever I was so surrounded by people. Like, I coached, worked full-time, and was at the school. Like, there was never a time where I was not surrounded by 20 people or more. And, like, awesome people. Like, yeah. good people who loved you and who made yeah. you more like Jesus. Like, it was really good. For sure. So going into August, it was so hard. It was a huge transition for me, and it didn't make much sense. But um, in that time in August, the Lord really, like, opened my eyes to things that I needed to process and things that I needed to work through. And ultimately prepared me for like what is now but in August um I went through like a stage of literally grieving like my dad passed away two and a half years ago and I went through a stage of like I have to grieve his death now and I didn't for two years because I was involved and surrounded all the time and so the Lord prepared me for that and he gave me time to do that and he even like gave me grace to talk about all of that. Like, Grace would literally be on the phone with me, and I'd just be, like, sobbing. Like, I'm her counselor, y'all. <laughs> you hire me. No, I'm just kidding. But no, for real. Like, God placed grace in my life in that time and placed people around me and gave me, like, what I needed in that time. And so I was able to um, grieve, and I was able to do that in my own way, even though it was, like, delayed. It was a long time after. But I was able to go through that and then now have, like, such a peace about that. And then after that, he was like, okay, like, you're ready to go. Like, I've prepared you. I've given you some experience. I've given you a way to like clear your head. Like, you know where you're at now. You know who you are. Um, You know who you are like in Christ and all the things. And so then I kind of started praying for a ministry opportunity to open up because for a long time, I would tell Grace all the time, Grace, I feel called to ministry, but I just feel like the Lord is telling me to be a teacher. And I feel like he's like, well, just get your degree in elementary education and you'll be able to use it in ministry. And Grace was always like, why? Why? <laughs> like, yeah, she would, it's so interesting. I'm so glad that like God had us become best friends when we did because she would always say, I want to be in ministry so bad, but I just don't feel like it's my time yet. I was like, what do you mean by that? Because, you know, there is definitely something to be said for being patient with the Lord and his timing. And that's what we're going to debrief at the end of this is that's why, because God's timing. But I was like, what makes you think that it's not now? Like, why not now? And she had no answer for me. <laughs> She's like, I don't know why. I just feel like, well, nothing's been opened up for me. And like, okay, well, that's because you've planned out for the next four years you're going to be in this degree. <laughs> she, she called me out. She's yeah. like, well, no doors open. I'm like, yeah, well, I don't think you're really allowing a door to open. Or I'm at least like praying for a door. Well, you've been praying for a door to open. But then while you're praying for a door <clears> to open, you were you had these certain things already planned out that were going to happen. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. just like thinking about that and like thinking, like reflecting I did have a lot planned out, and I was, like, going way ahead of what, like, God really had planned like where for where your feet were. Yeah, and so um, just taking time to, like, realize that, and I started praying for a ministry opportunity, and I started, like... Like, hard, praying yeah. hard, on the knees, hands up. Literally, literally, I'd be like, 
Yeah, I would just be praying hard for like the Lord to open a door now in ministry. Like God, I want I love when I'm being used by you. Like I want to be a vessel for you and like completely surrendering. Like there's always been like a surrender, but like no, like I'm not just going to surrender like some quiet time to you or I'm not just mm-hmm. going to surrender like talking about you in some conversations. Like I literally want all that I am to be yours and like I want to like glorify you in my occupation and everything that I'm doing. And so yeah. um the Lord was faithful to hear that and I think that literally like standing in all of everything that he had in store. And it was so much better than what I had planned out. Cause like, if I would have kept going with what I was doing, I would just be, which isn't a bad thing, but right. like, right. I would just be getting a degree in teaching. Cause I said, I always wanted to do that. But the Lord was like, no, I have bigger plans for you. And this is where I want you. And so, um, a few months ago, I, Grace was actually down in Florida and there was a job posted, um, for Center Kid Camps. As work a pro- camp, work camp, work camp. <laughs> yeah, a program specialist, um, position for this spring. And I looked at Grace and I was like, Grace, you should apply for this. <laughs> like, yeah. kind of, you know, just choking her out. And then she's like, no, you should apply for this. Well, cause I looked at it. So usually like program specialist job, jobs open up like every, probably like April because it's usually for like that next August to May. But this program specialist job, I clicked on it. I was like, Anna, this job is for January. Yeah, it was like a new, it's a new program specialist position that they've added. Our whole world began to shift in that very moment. Little did we know. It all started right there. Yeah, so I applied in, what was it, September. I applied for the job and I literally did not think I was going to get it. I was like, there's not really any way, but if I do and I'm going to continue to pray after I applied and if the Lord opens this door, then I know that like my calling ministry is legit. And that no, that was like the craziest moment of my whole entire life. We were in the car and I was like, Anna, oh my gosh, like there's this job posted. And she goes, I'll apply. And I was like, Duh-duh. what do you mean you're applying? Just so casual. Like, oh, I'll apply. I'm like, oh. Uh, it, was a, it was casual. It did come off casual, but it was. Also because we were trying not to hype it, it was, up. But it was also like something that I had been like wanting. So, right. and it was just For like. For you, you felt more peace about it because you were like, okay, God. Yeah. I was trying to be chill about it. You're like, but I was like, play cool. But in my head, I was like, no, God, like this is, this is the Lord. And, um. So yeah, I applied for the job and didn't think I was going to get it. And I literally was like, okay, the Lord opens his door, then I am going to do that. And like, whatever that takes and whatever that looks like, um, like that's what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And fast forward, the Lord opened that door and um, I got the job at Centricid as their program specialist, which means I needed to relocate to Nashville. She had to do it. I which mean, just <laughs> makes sense, right? So um, relocate to Nashville. Yeah, the job is in, did y'all hear that? The job was in Nashville. The job <laughs> that the ministry opportunity for the camp that she had attended when she was a child, this job opens up in Nashville. You know where I live? In Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. So yes, the Lord opened that door and it just made so much sense, guys. It did. And um, like I keep saying, I just see his faithfulness all over it, and I see me too, girl. I see his timing all over it, and it it just goes to show that like our plan is always like, <laughs> so, like it's limited. Yeah, it's so limited, and that's like literally the first thing I said when I got the job, y'all. I was literally jumping up and down, like I was in tears. Um, <laughs> she, she refers to it as floating. She's like, I was floating. I was floating all day. that day. Like I literally was walking Same. on the sidewalk. I was at work, and I was just floating, and I was like, holy cow! And I think the whole like big thing to me was just that. I had this planned out and I thought that this was like good enough for me to just become a teacher and go and do the things. But no, like the Lord said, like, I have this plan for you. And like where you're at right now isn't where I want you. And that's why I've been isolating you for six months so that whenever you leave, like, it's okay for you to leave. Like, yes, you have been preparing your heart for something. Yeah. And prior to, I had so many people that were dependent on me prior Mm -hmm. to August. And then in August, I had nobody that was dependent on me. And I was like, what the heck? Like, this does not make sense because I definitely have like a, like my personality like, yes. I like to help people. Like, I like to be yes, around people. That's why it was so hard for you. Because, like, Grace, like, I don't have anyone. Like, I like to coach. I like to be a mentor. I like to pour yeah. in people's lives. And now there's just literally, like, God had removed all that. And it's like, well, God, you want me to be an active part in people's lives. But God was actually preparing a way for you to 
like break off from break off from that place had already been helping you ease into the next transition even though you didn't even know that a transition was even coming necessarily literally so yeah all of that time spent like questioning god and questioning what he had in store for me was just because i was like trying to make my own decisions about what was going to happen and i was trying to plan out my life for too long ahead and god was like no this is what i have for you and i'm literally so thankful um every single day like, I've been waking up and just being like, thank you, God. And, like, no, literally, the, <laughs> as we were moving up here, Grace is better about being in the moment. And she would just stop and literally, like, audibly say, thank you, God. I'm like, thank you, God. Thank like, this is insane because the Lord really did, like, work all of it out and open doors exactly when he needed to. And I'm super, super thankful for it. So I'm excited to start my job up here. I'm excited to build community here. And I'm excited to be, I literally live next door to my best friend, y'all. Next like, door. Oh, my we gosh. We can see each other's doors from, like, our apartments. We live in different buildings, but the same complex. Yeah. No, that's been so bad. They're like, okay, so, like, how close are you and going to be to Anna, like, when she moves here? And I'm like, uh, how do I say that if I open my front door and I ask her to open her front door, we can wave. Mm-hmm. We can wave at, <laughs> at each, other. each other. It's so great. Mm-hmm. And I just, I have to say it's about, what, a one-minute walk? One-minute walk to yes. your door? But I did run tracks. So it's probably more like 20 seconds. I mean, She's super fast. Super fast. Super but yeah. Anyway, guys, so it was just a, a really, really cool story to see how the Lord worked. And I don't even feel like we did it justice today because it's Pretty so insane. Story. Oh, my gosh. I just feel like you need to listen to this one more time, maybe one more time after that, like a total of three times, to really just feel the depth and the weight of all that God has done. And mm-hmm. how kind of God that he opened up a door for ministry, and he's such an abundant God that he gave you even more. He gave you, like... We became such good friends, but we were, we were distant, and that was hard to accept and to figure out how we we're going to do life. And then we well, we started the podcast also before we knew any of this. So we just go ahead and mention that, like we started mm-hmm. the podcast not saying, not thinking, okay, well we'll live together pretty soon. No, we just felt like the Lord, like we had a very special friendship, and we wanted to be able to share it and maybe reach more people, like with our friendship. And then God brought us together so that we can even have like I'm so excited for our podcast. Like there's just so many little branches that come off of this amazing work that God has done. Yeah, I swear some people think that we're crazy for having this podcast, but it's just like, no, it literally makes sense because it, like we've said before, the Lord, there's been so many times where the Lord has been like, no, this is what I want you to do. And like, this is what I want you to speak on this podcast and to yeah. just encourage people around us. So it's been yeah. really, really we cool. We just never knew like best friend, a best friendship like this existed, especially like when you get older, like you think, okay, when I'm a little, like I have a best friend when I'm in middle school and high school, but then like God gave us such a sweet friendship like in our 20s that will last for the rest of our lives because we got tattoos, girl. Word. <laughs> and uh, we wanted to share the goodness and see, look what, look what God is doing already. It's just so exciting. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, long story short, the Lord is faithful. He heard my heart to be in ministry and he gave me the call to ministry and I got a job up here in Nashville and moved a few days ago. And so now I live next door to my best friend and my co-host and this podcast is about to get so much better because of Yo, it. we're living in his promise. Literally living in his faithfulness. Yes. Like walking on his faithfulness. Amen, amen, amen. But yeah, so we're going to debrief really quickly. We're going to debrief the timing of God just going along with everything that has been said because sometimes it's really, really hard to trust the timing of God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's hard. Like it doesn't, sometimes it doesn't make any sense to us because like our brains, we don't see the bigger picture and God's like, no, just wait a little longer. In my case, mm. wait six more months. Like chill out, Anna. Wait six more months and his timing is perfect. So one of the verses that I found about God's timing is in 1 Peter 5, and it says, verse 6, it says, Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that he may exalt you at the proper time. Perfect timing. Time, like a clock. Casting all your cares on him because he cares about you. And then skipping down to verse 10, it says, The God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, establish, strengthen, and support you after you have suffered a little while. Oh, don't forget the ending part. It's like he will restore you. He will strengthen you. He will bring glory upon you. He will refresh. 
after you suffered a little while. <laughs> you Don't forget suffer, that. Yeah. But no, it's just so um, like applicable to my story. And I think that talking about how he's going to exalt you at the proper time, like it might not be your time right now. And it might be like a waiting season or a season that doesn't make sense. But God's timing is perfect. And even it talks about here, like after maybe after you suffered for a little while, you see multiple accounts in the Bible of people who had to suffer before like their revelation actually came. Amen. Even Jesus, like the whole right. story, the whole gospel of him on the cross, he had to suffer in order for him to be able to take on the weight of our sin and oh, yeah. to like restore us and bring us back to himself. So just remembering that and all the things and all the stories in the Bible and even in your own life, like remember God's faithfulness and his timing. And sometimes that looks different than what we might think, but in all of it, like it's perfect. Yes, Anna and I talk about, like, I think we mentioned this on the podcast maybe once, but talking about thinking about our life as if it would be, to, as if it were to be told in the Bible. Like, if our story was in the Bible, that's kind of crazy. Or thinking about, like, living our life as, like, a, a Bible story. And all the good stories, like, in the midst of, like, when they were feeling the darkness and pain and separation and, and being, like, outcasted, like, that was right before God was about to use them for something literally amazing. So if you're right, if right now, if you're in a season of feeling isolated or feeling... Um, just just not the fullness of God, maybe that the spirit of God just does not feel close to you right now. I pray that you'd be encouraged by this, like by the story of Anna feeling like, I mean, it was rough, like feeling isolated for five, six months. And just think about the characters in the Bible, how how God sees you and God is using you. And it's in his character to take what seems broken and to restore it. That's just who he is. Yeah. And so my verse, that's amazing. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> my verse is in Psalms, Psalms 31. I'm going to read 14 through 16. It says, but I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. The course of my life is in your power. Rescue me from the power of my enemies and from my persecutors. Make your face shine on your servant and save me by your faithful love. So good. Really, it's just declaring that our life is not our own. And I think Anna's story is such a great example of how she truly had a desire to be used by God. And so can you be used by God as a teacher? Absolutely. That's where God's called you to be. That's amazing. And I'm, we need teachers. We need everyone in different professions. And that's why he... He is, he is everyone's God, and he is using us all for our own story, for his glory. It's so cheesy, but I keep saying that. <laughs> yeah. But that's true. And so in the course of our life, is not in our own strength. It's not in our own power because we can't make the good stories. God makes the good stories. He's the one that, that can bring life from, from dark situations. And so in, in my life, just a quick example, I just think about just going back to the basics of when I even got saved in the first place. I just think the timing of whenever he opened up my eyes to the gift of salvation and why I, when I accepted that gift was my life changed forever, obviously. And I'm just so grateful that it was, it was when I was in seventh grade. And I just feel like if it was any later, then it would have, it would have been so hard or maybe it wouldn't have even happened. Like, I don't know. There's just so many what ifs there because you don't know. Yeah, and if yeah. it was any earlier, I think it wouldn't have been as real and special to me just because God knows me, my personality and what I needed. And he saved me at the exact perfect time. And so I'm just grateful for the people that I knew when I was saved and the way that I was able to make an impact starting in seventh grade because I had the Holy Spirit living inside of me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And just to clarify, I don't think I even said this, but we keep talking about teaching and how like the Lord can use that, but I'm switching my major. Oh, <laughs> that was kind of like a big major life update. To, to but... One more thing. Speaking of the ma it's a major life update, we changed the yeah. major. Sorry, but yeah, I'm changing my major. Um, I'm taking a gap semester in this internship and then changing my major to Christian ministry. Woo! So yeah, I'm not going to be a teacher anymore, guys. So to all the education gals, love you. Stay strong. Yeah, hold, hold it on the fort for her, okay? Because <laughs> she's not going to be there, but y'all can do it. Hold it down, guys. But no, I love what you said, Grace, because I think that that's so true. And even like in my life, too, at that point of salvation, like... Yes, there were things that happened after, but without, like, salvation at that perfect time, I don't think that I would have been able to, like, get through things that were just hard in life. So, Amen. And 
I want also want to clarify too, is like in God's timing, as there was a big transition coming up in Anna's life, she took the time to seek wise counsel around her. And so if there's, if there's a transition, if you feel like God's kind of calling you to that next time, um, in order to, like, to help you trust his timing and to bring confirmation in your life, seek out wise counsel in your life. The Bible talks about that, about how he's provided community in our lives so that we can hear the word of God from other people. Because the spirit of God lives in all of us, and that's the beauty of it, is that we can go to another believer and say, hey, this is how I feel God's kind of prompting me. Is that in my own flesh? Is that a sinful desire? Is that a selfish desire? Or do you are you with me and thinking this could actually be something that could be glorifying to God? But it's hard. I mean, Anne talked about this too. Like, God is such a good God. But whenever, like, moving to Nashville seems so exciting and so fun. So Anne is like, like had to be really discerning of the fact yeah. that is this like from God or is this just like in my head? Like there's no way this can actually be real, yeah. but God is just that good. Like he's using her for ministry and she's being a servant as she's going into something really good. Like you can serve Christ with joy, you yeah. know, like those two things can exist. And I think we're both kind of like, wait a minute, is this <laughs> actually where God's calling you? Because that's really cool. For sure, guys, if y'all would have seen, like, literally it looked like there was a hallway of doors and they were all just swinging wide open and Grace and I were both just standing in awe. We were like, holy cow, this cannot be real. God is so good, y'all. <laughs> God is so good. And even in the times, like, even when it doesn't seem like he is good, he is good. And also mm-hmm. there are moments when things are really good and that's just because we serve a good God. Like, I don't know, I think sometimes we think, like, okay, I'm going after this really, really hard thing and it's fighting against me, but I'm I'm per- persevering in the name of Jesus. And that is real. And sometimes life brings you seasons of this where you're walking into really, really good seasons. That's bringing so much peace in, and you're feeling the spirit of God on top of that. It really was just, it really just is abundant blessings. For sure. So whatever season you're in, whether it's the Lord opening doors or maybe it feels like doors are closing for you, remember that God's timing is perfect and that he has all of it planned out, um, his perfect will for you. And we're going to be praying for you guys as um, we go into this new year because I know that sometimes the new year, it's like, oh, all these new things are different changes and everything. But we'll be praying for you guys that y'all are seeking out God's will for your life and trusting his timing in that too. Yes. And pray for Anna. Pray for my best friend. As she goes into all these new things, they're really exciting, but pray the Lord bless her and bless the opportunities and that she would just be, continue to be used for his glory and that I must be celebrating you the whole way, girl. Word. 10 second dance party on that one. Hey, put your hands up. Okay. If you're a Nashville resident, let me see your hands. Okay. My hands are in the air, Grace. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, dude. Okay. I'm Miranda too because I live here. Okay. All right, y'all. I hope that you enjoyed our podcast today. Thank you for listening. I hope you were dancing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for also moving to Nashville. We're going to have a big debrief party, okay? Mm-hmm. No, we love you guys so much. We're praying for your 2024. We're excited for what's to come and what we, how we can continue to just hopefully bless your lives and just grow in this podcast world together. Let's do it. That was our podcast. Catch you later, boys. <laughs>